Hey everybody, welcome back to the Love Lab. For those of you who haven't been here before, I suggest that you listen to the welcome episode so you know a little bit more about what this is about. I'm going to be honest with you guys, I don't have the time or the patience to stop and edit and re-record and go back and add a bunch of bells and whistles and make sure that I'm censoring myself and not saying anything that I shouldn't be saying because, look, at the end of the day, if I'm just here talking, being honest, giving you my stream of consciousness, and hopefully you can take something away from this experience, everybody wins. If what I say is offensive or hurtful, you know, feel free to reach out to me. I'll really listen and try to understand why you feel the way that you do. But I'm really just trying to help. Okay. And I figured for our sort of inaugural episode, what we might want to do is just start with some general things that everybody is going to appreciate. And when I say everybody, I mean anybody who's single and trying to meet somebody and really is dealing with difficulty in some way, shape, or form. Everybody's got different reasons for why they do things. Everybody has different explanations for why they're single. Some people think that, you know, they're the problem. Other people think it's everybody else out there. It's everything but them, you know, and ultimately it's really going to be pretty obvious to anybody who meets you why you're single. And if it's not immediately obvious to them, it's because you're doing a pretty good job of concealing whatever it is that's stopping you from meeting the one. Now, look, this is advice that I think is applicable to anybody out there who's laboring in love, anybody who's lovelorn, anybody who would like to be in a more meaningful or serious connection. It doesn't necessarily mean a commitment. It doesn't necessarily mean marriage. You're longing for something deep and meaningful with another individual. Okay? So if I can help you achieve that goal, then I've done my job. So if you were to sit there and think about why am I single? Not me, but you. I'm not single. I'm happily married. But When I was single, it was very easy for me to understand why. Now, sometimes it's a confluence of events. Sometimes it's not just one thing. Maybe there could be lots of factors for why you're single. But if you're able to identify what they are and you can deal with them, not just personally, but when they're impacting the people that are in your love life, um, then it's still going to be a situation you can handle. It's still going to be, let's call it manageable. And if your love life is manageable, if you can deal with whatever it is that's impacting you, then there's a pretty good chance that you're going to be able to have the healthy, happy relationship that you're looking for. Now, I know a lot of people out there who really can't even define what a healthy, happy relationship is. And for those people, I I can only tell you that you've had some really bad role models 
And if you can find a role model and a relationship that you can admire that has the attributes that you'd like to see in your relationship, then you can hopefully identify another person who's likely to be capable of that relationship with you. If you meet somebody that you have physical chemistry with and you can determine very quickly that they're not going to be capable of that relationship that you idealize, then you are doing yourself a disservice by even dating that person. All right. So let's start with some of the more obvious reasons for why you're single. You may be single because your last relationship ended, um, let's just say, unilaterally. And either you ended that relationship or they did. But one of you decided to break it off. And if you're single because you ended your last relationship or the person that you were with ended it with you, uh, then you need to be very honest about what was the biggest contributing factor to that breakup. So if it was somebody who was breaking up with you and they have their side of the story and they're telling their friends and their family and the people that intersect with your lives, why they broke up with you, you need to try to be able to process their side of the story and then apply a filter for what we'll call your side of the story. And then out the outcome should be something that the person sitting across from you on a first date could completely understand. And, and the vice versa is true. If you're the one who walked away from that relationship and you had pretty good reason to, then the person who's sitting across the table from you would be able to understand why you're single. Another reason why you're single is because, well, you. You may be the problem. You may be too picky. You may be too busy. You may be, oh, I, I don't know, undateable. And there's many reasons why. But if the problem is you, then you need to own the fact that you're the problem. And if somebody that was sitting across the table from you on a date were to ask you why you're single, you would need to be able to tell them that you are your own worst enemy and that despite all your best efforts, you continue to sabotage yourself and do things that are going to stop you from having the healthy and happy relationship that you really want. Now, if you're conscious of these things, you're working on them, you're trying to improve yourself and make changes in your life so that you stop doing these things, then the person sitting across from you might think that there's a real possibility. If you don't take any ownership, you really won't take responsibility for why you're single. And even though you're too busy, you're too picky, you're undateable, you don't want to recognize that, then you're going to continue to stay single. And you might even want to just say that. I'm single because I'm too unrealistic. I'm undateable. I'm too busy. And if the person sitting across the table from you asked you, are you is there anything you, you plan on doing about that? Well, if you're not willing to do anything about that, then there's no reason why they should be willing to date you. So look, you have to, again, be mindful, be 
just responsible for yourself. It's a sign of maturity. Okay. You might be single because of your family, right? You might have really sick parents or you might have a sibling that's struggling. Okay. You might have this entire weight of the world on your shoulders because you are the most successful, accomplished person in your family and everybody expects you to be there for everybody else. Guess what? That's not hot. Nobody wants that bullshit in their life. Anybody who meets you is going to want to hopefully believe that you have the bandwidth for a relationship. So again, if you're sitting across the table from someone and that person would ask you, why are you single? And your response to them is my family. You know, it's been really tough these past couple of years. And, you know, with the passing of this person or with this person, you know, having this happen to them, you know, I've had to step up and really be there. I love my family and I'm always going to be there for them, but it's not going to be like this forever. And fortunately, things have started to improve. And now I really believe I have the bandwidth for a relationship. And I'm out there trying to meet someone that I, I could see myself having a future with. Boom. There you go. Why might you be single? You might also be single because you're broke. Right? You might not have the financial well-being to have the type of lifestyle that you would prefer to live. And why might you be broke? Maybe you just don't make much money. Maybe you make a good amount of money, but you don't take home that much because you're ham you're you're ham you're hamstringed by a, uh, a a previous marriage or children. So you're paying alimony, child support. You know, maybe you have debt. You know, maybe you have some other burden that's preventing you from being able to take somebody out, show them a nice time, not, you know, expect them to pay for it. Whether I'm talking to a guy here or I'm talking to a girl, at the very least you should be prepared to do is go Dutch. Okay. But I do believe that there are some traditional male, female gender roles that do apply in heterosexual relationships. And it's no different than someone who takes the lead out on a dance floor. Somebody's got to do it. And if it's the male who is going to be the one that picks up the check and pulls out the chair and opens up the door and puts on your coat and you know stands between you and the street and so forth, then fine. You can then be the woman and do some of the other things that maybe he might not like to do, like decide on dessert. Or think of a gift to bring someone whose house you might be going to, or you know some of the other typically more thoughtful things that maybe a woman might enjoy putting some more time and energy into. Right? I, I, these might sound cliche, but the reality is that no matter what type of relationship you're in, somebody is going to have to play one role and somebody's going to have to play another, and that could be another reason why you're single. Okay, you might be single because you grew apart. You know, and if, you know, it wasn't you who ended the relationship unilaterally and it wasn't them who ended the relationship unilaterally and you both decided to go your separate ways because you realized that you weren't right for each other anymore, then it's okay if you own that and you're able to express to somebody what exactly it means you it means to you to say, we grew apart. Okay, so when two people grow apart, two people may not necessarily have the type of future that they thought that they would, right? Maybe one person wants to spend their time 
jeeping it up around the country. And the other person would rather spend their time, you know, traveling the world and sightseeing, you know, well, it doesn't mean that they both have now changed in terms of being travelers and adventurers. It's just that they like to travel and adventure in different ways. Okay. And if you would think that that's a petty reason for why a relationship doesn't work out, you'd be surprised. I've seen relationships end for much less. Okay. And sometimes somebody gets a job opportunity that's on the opposite side of town and it would add 30 or 40 minutes to a commute. And I've seen relationships end over commuting. Okay. Relationships end for all sorts of reasons. Okay. But ultimately we're talking about today why you're single. Okay. You might be single because you live in an area where there aren't any options for you. Okay. Maybe you're in the middle of nowhere. Okay, maybe in your demographic, whether it's your your age or your your race or your religion or whatever it may be, you can't seem to find someone else that's like-minded, well-intentioned, single, and searching for a relationship. Okay, you might be single because you can't stand to be in a relationship anymore. Maybe you're still recovering. You know, maybe, you know, you, you've realized that if you can't find somebody that you believe is going to augment your life in such a way that it makes you a better person, that you'd rather be single than be with somebody and wish that you were alone. Think about that. It's better to be alone than wish that you're alone. Okay. So, I mean, you might be single because you're not capable of a relationship. Right? It's not the right time for you. Okay, You've had to do a lot of soul searching and you've had to establish an identity for yourself and you needed to regain your confidence and your self-esteem and you needed to be prepared to be one half of a whole relationship. You needed to be in a position where you could go out there and meet somebody and truly be present and capable of giving them what you would like to get out of a relationship because that's what reciprocity is. Now, look, I've spent the last 15 minutes talking to you guys about why you're single. And if I were to think about things that we can talk about in future podcasts, you know, I think about like how to beat somebody, you know, how to establish exclusivity, how to transition into a relationship, how to deal with bad behavior, you know, how to cope with unexpected challenges, you know, how do you start all over again? These are the different experiences that we have that will determine whether or not we make or break a relationship. And frankly, it's getting more and more challenging each and every day due to the information technology and all of the, the, the different ways and means that you can meet people. Online dating has its downfalls. More than half of the people who date online are either already in a relationship or not looking for one. So even the websites that are designed for relationship-oriented people have bad actors on there preying on the innocent. 
So it's entirely possible that you could be taking advantage of online. You know, if you've asked your friends or family to introduce you to someone that they think might be a fit for you and it's crickets, you're not hearing anything, then maybe that avenue has been exhausted as well. If you're not into going into bars and trying to pick people up or you're not expecting to meet the next love of your life in line at the grocery store or on our bus like I did, um, then you might need to be more proactive and think of hiring a professional matchmaker. Okay, that's what we do at Master Matchmakers. If you want to consider uh, hiring a, a, a pro to find this person for you, go to mastermatchmakers.com, fill out one of our forms, and we'll reach out to you to see if there's anything we think we can do to add some value to your love life. If you don't have the means or resources to hire a matchmaker, then download our app. You can go to lovelab.com and download it for your iPhone or Android. And this is meant to be like a Carfax for dating. It's a way to verify yourself and verify others wherever you date. So you can trade disappearing photos and video messages, and you can know that the person on the other side looks like their picture, they're not lying about their age or their identity, and that they passed a nationwide background check. So this is just another tool that we created to help people out there be more efficient and effective at sorting through the possibilities in their love life. All right. So I, I'd like to invite you to reach out to me and try to contact me if you don't mind online through our website, uh, through various social media channels. I'm at Stephen B. Ward. Okay, my email address is steve at mastermatchmakers.com. And um, that's pretty much it. I'll see you guys next time.